0: Ranked is an opinion-based, free-flowing podcast where the statements or opinions expressed by the individuals, providing them do not reflect the opinions held by Ranked or Headband Productions. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, if you don't like it, don't watch. All right, what's going on, everybody? We are here on the podcast today. This is new and improved. You see the title ranked okay ranked as every single one of our team on there and able to be covered we've got ricky we've got andrew we have nick we have chris we have tiny little lewis because we don't take l's okay and of course tony you know him and love him i am your host nick white we are over to the side here introduce yourself
1: uh so like you said my name is lewis um i am a saints fan uh, so I do take L's, unfortunately, right now, um, which is why it's a little L. But, you know, I'm here for the good vibes, the good times, and let's get it rolling. What is up, everyone, world?
2: Uh, my name's Andrew, a.k.a. the Young Buck, a.k.a. Team Handsome, a.k.a. the villain of the story, baby. <laughs>
3: That's right. Let's get it going. All right, guys. I'm Ricky Ricardo. You can call me um RJ. <laughs> But personally, I'm your favorite Cowboys fan. He loves to actually lose a lot recently. Um, but what else? I'm a actually Lakers fan, another losing team right now. Um, overall, I'm really excited to start this show. Let's get it rolling.
4: Your favorite polarizing Puerto Rican, Tony? <laughs> Jets fan, Lakers fan, uh, all around... Losing team fans, so. Hey, okay,
0: now <laughs> you had it. some success with the Lakers, and then not so much with the Jets. So you know we we did it yeah. going. We'll see, but uh, yeah, let's get this
1: rolling. I'm
4: excited. Let's do this.
0: All right, sounds good. Well, without further ado, we're gonna roll into this inaugural episode, and we are gonna be covering the awards. I'm gonna pass it right over to you, Lewis. Who do you
1: have for your coach of the year? Um. So for me, coach of the year. Uh, I'm going Bill Belichick right now. I feel like mm-hmm. the fact that he has a, a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones, sub uh, subpar run game, not really a, a wide variety of receivers for Mac Jones to really throw to in regards to like prominent, dominant receivers. It's the fact that you are were argued a couple of weeks ago to be one of the top teams in the AFC, to have a, a pretty great record and to, to already be slated to be in the playoffs a few weeks ago i feel like we all know bill belichick and and what he did with tom brady and how there were so many times where he was he was labeled as the greatest coach but to, to be able to do it now with a rookie uh, quarterback is just it's mind-blowing so i feel like this year I, I, i'm gonna go to belichick
0: i like that pick i'm gonna come over i'm curious if we're pushing the homer card or if there's somebody that's more on your mind andrew let me know who do you have as your coach of the year uh,
2: that's actually, for me, it's not Belichick. It's actually Mike Vrabel. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, they are currently, I believe, the top seed in the AFC. Um, and that is without, you know, for the majority of the season, they've been without Derrick Henry. They've been without Julio Jones. They've been without A.J. Brown a lot of the time. And, um, you know, coming into the season, everybody said that the Titans' defense was, like, not great, which they're still not great, but – they're the number one seed in the AFC. So ultimately that comes down to game plan and coaching. I'm going to have to go with Mike Rabel.
0: I feel like a very underrated defense too. I mean, I, he's a defensive like guru from where he learned and where he was. But I just I, – that's where I'm leaning. There's a few other coaches, but I, I like the Bill Belichick. You're trying to get messy out here, and I'm all for it, Lewis. So you know, we, we'll take it down. You know what? We're going to take it down to you, Tony. Tell me, who do you have as your coach of the year?
4: I actually completely agree with Andrew. I think it's Mike Brabel, and I don't think it's really a debate. Uh, he's he's had to use eighty-eight different players this season. He's had to u- he's had to deal with Derrick Henry basically being off most of the season, most of the injuries, while still keeping that defense airtight, and still looking like that team is very strong for the playoffs. And apparently they're going to get Henry back, yep. so. Uh, Fantasy is going to be very dangerous, and I think he has done an amazing job despite uh, all the obstacles he's faced. Okay.
0: I like that. So we've got two for Vrabel. It's kind of feeling a little bit unanimous, but, again, a lot of the times awards are like this. Ricky, I'm going to throw it over to you. You know, obviously it's not going to be Mike McCarthy. You said you're a Dallas fan. So tell me, are you going more Belichick? Are you going Mike Vrabel? Are we going to hear a name that we haven't heard yet?
3: Of course we are. Um, Obviously, I do love Mike Rabel. He actually doing an excellent job overall, and um, I love Bill Belichick, man. He's going to be the best forever. But I'm going to go the one that actually is going to win it this year. It's going to be Matt LaFleur from the Green Mm. Bay Packers. Um, Fortunately for, like, I guess I hate that team. Obviously, the playoffs are going to run by freaking Lambeau. I hate that. It's going to be freaking cold. But anyways, um, overall, like, he's done a solid job every season. Like, I think he is, like, 13. He won 13 games um, last year, I think so. So, obviously, he has Aaron Rodgers. But this year, like, um, there's a lot of injuries in the defensive line. Without Jair Alexander, uh, most of the times, wide receivers are out. Um, Aaron Jones missed a couple of games, but they still, like, one of them. But, again, you have Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think it's going to be Matt LaFleur winning it.
0: Okay. Now, do you have any fear of him winning it and then seeing both Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams just leave and go into a a place? Or do you think he's done a good enough job to keep them there?
3: Oof.
0: I think the players love him. If he leaves, it's
3: just going to be because of the organization and the managers, not because of him.
0: Okay. I like that. Now, again, a name that I haven't heard that you know needs to kind of be in consideration now and I'm not pulling any cards or anything Honorable but mention Jack Taylor yep. is there. I mean, yep. do we think that what Cincinnati has done and shocked a lot of people without an offensive line really and a surprisingly good defense as well, can we put him even in the conversation or is there no chance?
3: I mean, he's a good mention, honorable mention definitely what mm-hmm. he's doing recently. Um actually um staying through the whole like season with um, Joe Burrow Um, overall great talent, but again, it's tough. It's tough this year.
0: You're not wrong. What about you, Andrew? I know you were making faces and stuff. Well, here's the thing.
2: I spoke too soon. Has he proven this year that he's a great coach? Because look at his seasons before this year. Like this year could just be an off Mm -hmm. year. I think that's why ultimately he doesn't, why he's not in the conversation Okay. Um, but I think he has proven this year that he is a competent coach. He just has to prove it. Hey, you know more than one. Year.
0: <laughs> He's the <that laughs> competent coach. All right, now final question before we get to the next award. I'm coming over to you, Lewis. Is it time that Sean
1: Payton goes elsewhere, or do you still have faith in his coaching for your team? I think I still have faith in, in Sean Payton's coaching for our team. I think this year with COVID, with injuries in regards to our quarterback, with, you know, not, not really having a, a set future, per se, in regards to when, when Winston went out. I think it was just an off year for Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, him example, and I know Andrew's going to hand me saying this, but the games he, he coached against the Bucks, the game plan that he has schemed up, outside of the injuries, I feel like he still is a very great coach. Um, I think if we can kind of get it together next year in regards to quarterback, and, you know, hopefully if Mike Thomas comes back and just getting some help our offense back a little bit. Um, I think, you know, we can have a better season next year. It's just an off-year, personally. All right. Well, you know, something uh, off-years I know about. As you can tell,
0: I'm wearing Buccaneers today because it's my second favorite team because of Tom Brady, the Michigan Wolverine, the greatest player of all time. But I am a Lions fan at heart, and we will never have a good coach. We'll go reverse order since, Tony, you've been talking. We're going to go to you for most improved player. I'm talking MIP. So is there anybody that comes to mind? This is not a rookie category. So somebody that shocked you that they played above average this season. I'm going to say Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. You know, I'm going to co-sign that. So tell me why.
4: No, Joe Burrow. uh, I I, I saw him last year and he looked good. He had these. Uh, little spells where you, like, saw this type of greatness. But this year he's just exploded. And that showed basically what he's capable of. Um, he's led the team to a playoff curve. Uh, he could go on a little playoff run. like We saw how, how the team played uh, the Chiefs, which uh, right now is one of the scarier teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So, uh, honestly, I don't know. I would give it to Joe Burrow. I think he's done a very good, uh, very good job leading that team to the record it has and basically regaining this winning mentality in Cincinnati, which you know, has been gone for a little bit. So I, I think he deserves it.
0: Uh, I, I think he deserves it too. I'm definitely co-signing that. And remember, this is being recorded. So we're definitely yeah. going to put this one up. Um yeah. Ricky, coming right over to you. MIP, who is your most improved player?
3: Man, so most improved player. Um, It's going to be fun to see because obviously – I'm going to be a homer in this one just this time, so bear oh, with me, Okay, I'll pop you up. Honestly, I know he actually gives a lot of yards, to so a lot of wide receivers, but he actually has one of the best hands as a cornerback oh, right God. now in the league. Um, <laughs> but just, just to have fun, guys, um, definitely most improved player. You have to give it to freaking uh, Treyvon Diggs, Even though he's given a lot okay. of yards, but he's still actually gave him, uh more – the offense side of the ball to have more chances to score – So that leaves um, stuff, at least for a little bit. But, again,
0: um, that's my most improved player, Teron Diggs. Okay, young INT god. So, you know, all right, Andrew, I'm coming over to you. Are you playing the homer card and picking somebody, or do you have a different person for your most improved player?
2: Um, I will say it's not Trayvon Diggs because he's given up over a thousand yards this season. (laughs) Hey, that's okay. That's okay. It
4: doesn't have to Uh, be
2: for you. And Burrow's a good pick, but he's, he's my choice for something later. So I'm not going to use him here. Mm. Um, it's not anything crazy, y'all, but, uh, I don't know. I, this one was pretty tough for me because there's a lot of players that have, like either been good before and are great this season or players that like weren't good but now they're good. So like it's pretty tough. I'm I'm gonna kinda I'm kinda gonna pick a weird one. I think for me it's probably Cooper Cup. Um, Oh I like that though he's always been good but like this season he's having is pretty legendary in terms of receiving. Um Mm -hmm. so just to be like from a like a good slot receiver to probably this season the number one receiver in the league like i think that's that's it's pretty good improvement
0: i mean you're not wrong coming into this season i think all of us since we do play fantasy football had him and robert woods on the same level of when we drafted them
1: and i
4: think there was
0: no time to me i had a choice between
2: either one and i picked robert woods oh like an idiot
0: (laughs) Idiot. Uh, (laughs) We had a time machine. Uh, I don't think we'd go back to change fantasy football, but who knows? Well, uh, not normally. It's a different ones, <laughs> <yeah>. but, uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lewis, I am coming over I to you, to my change that. Who is your most improved
1: player? So mine is probably some uh, somebody who is uh, on a terrible team, so he's going to get slept on in regards to seeing what he was able to do this season. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to be who me and Nick were talking about earlier, actually, Cordell Patterson. Um, I feel like Cordell coming into the season, everybody kind of, he, he got into the role primarily of just being a kick returner, a punt returner, being in like the special teams role of it. And uh, with, with Calvin Ridley leaving on the Falcons and the Falcons not really having a run game because I think Mike Davis, uh, is, no. So I feel like Cordell Patterson <laughs> was stepping into the role of not only the running back for the team, but also being the top wide receiver, Um and the numbers that he was able to produce, it's not going to be like, you know, like, you know, all-star Pro Bowl numbers, but in regards to comparison to how his biggest night season, how the past couple of years for him have been on the slow decline to see that, you know, he still has, you know, the, the speed, he still has the hands so to play versatile positions with on the field. Um, and I feel like even then he kind of gave the Falcons some kind of hope. They got eliminated, obviously, from the play, you know, from, from being able to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. but... I think he kept them in long enough for we have a shot to make the playoffs as as a wild card. Um, Then I think without him, I think the Falcons completely just flopped tremendously. Um, Just being, being able to step up and take a wide receiver role and the running back role and run with them so well, I feel like Cordell Patterson probably will be it for me.
0: I like that. I like that pick. It even inspired other teams like, you know, my home team, Detroit Lions, to put Amon Ra St. Brown in that Ooh, same type of running back wide
4: receiver flex. When That's COVID actually, so, that's actually a, very, a very good, like, side award. Like, who's the best weapon? Because we have all, right. all these players that are, like, gadget players, like Debo Samuel and Amon Ra and, mm-hmm. and all these players that are used in, in plenty of different ways. Cordero. Uh, I mean, even C.D. Lamb's doing kick return, punt
0: returns, yeah. Ricky. So, you know, that's like, yeah. that's a weapon, I guess. Or before he got hurt, I guess you would say, what, Hill? Would you consider Taysom Hill a weapon? Yeah. So, yeah?
3: I mean, I don't know what he is yet, so.
0: And I think Antonio, He's not a Brown, that. Is <laughs> a, Antonio Brown is definitely the weapon of Tampa Bay, for sure. Um,
3: whether
0: most Diva, definitely. Whether, most Eva awards
3: with A.B. and <laughs> Rodgers, for sure. So
2: he's most likely to be carrying a weapon.
0: (laughs) That's our other podcast. We're going to do a a whole segment. Uh, Surprised to know Matthew Stafford's on that list too. Anyways, um, all right. You know what? We're going to come over to you, Ricky, first because we are getting into something that I think is pretty going to be unanimous, so we may have to kind of pivot into a separate question, but tell me. Who's got your rookie of the year?
3: Definitely is uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. I think
0: it's Jamar Chase. It has to go to Jamar Chase.
4: That was easy.
0: All right. Well, Mm -hmm. I'm going to come right over to you, Ricky, because we already know your answer. So please (laughs) tell me, this year, defensive player, the greatest, who do you have?
3: It's going to be, obviously, Micah Farsis, no doubt. (laughs) He actually uh, plays in every position if you let him. He actually uh, if you the impact that he did the, for the whole team last year, because that was the worst defense last year, and right now the Cowboys are 11 and 5. I think the majority I will give the credit to Micah more than Dick, because he's pressuring the quarterback, and mm-hmm. the, you got the quarterback throwing crazy passes, and that's why most of the time Dick is catching the ball, um, obviously. So luck involved maybe, but it's thanks to Micah Parsons because uh, Lawrence was out most of the time, Randy Gregory was out. And the Cowboy was still, was actually still winning in those games, and Michael Parsons was a big part of the whole season so far. Personally,
0: all right, you know, like you said, you don't get the interceptions without the pressure, and I like that. I like that pick. So, all right, Lewis, I'm gonna come over to you because we haven't heard from you in a while. Defensive Player
1: of the Year, who do you have? I'm actually gonna give it to T.J. Watt. Um, T.J. Watt missing two and a half games because he missed one game because of a groin, one game because of his knee. And then left half a game because of his groin. Leaves the, the NFL when sacks, QB hits, and sack percentage in six percent. Um, he, I feel like to to sit here and, and kind of go with what Ricky was saying, like oh you know Michael Parsons, you know he's was leading to his defense getting the picks and whatnot. I feel like it shows. It, it also helps to have great DBs. Where like I feel like the Steelers don't really have top tier DBs, so it's like he can't he can't help his defense get the picks because his defense can't help him per se. Um, but I but to to miss two and a half games and still be leading the league in QB hits and sacks just shows his level of play of being in the league for so long, but still having that that off-the-line quickness to be able to read the play, to read the offense and know what's going to come and still be able to defend it, even though his team isn't looking the greatest in regards to the record. Um, you can't fault him for that because he can't control the offense and he can't control the whole entire defense but he's doing his job. He's doing what he has to do, and he's being the best at his job in the current moment. Um, So I feel like you you can't really, you know, fault him for having Big Ben as your quarterback and Chase Claypool as your wide receiver. Like, you can't fault him (laughs) for that. So, so you're the, saying he's, he's on the field
0: more. He's on the field more because he is a result of what the horrible offense that has been the
1: Steelers all year. Yeah, so, so, so I feel like –
0: it, it does push up the sacks, though, if he's there on the field more, just playing devil's advocate.
1: So. Yeah, but, I mean, you can sit here and say the, the, the Detroit Lions are on the field on the defense more. and, and they're guys <laughs> okay. are right. They're that's,
0: guys that's are that's leading uh, Tony, <laughs> let me know. Tell me. I'm coming over to you with the amazing segue via Ranked. Um, who do you have ranked as your number one defensive player?
4: So, uh, I went, uh, you know, side to side with this one with TJ Watt and Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually have to give it to Michael Parsons. Uh, thing is, like, the numbers that TJ Watt has this year are basically the same numbers he had last year, It's not a much of a difference. Uh, but what Michael Parsons is doing is it's not impressive, it's historic. Um, mm-hmm. I think more than 13 sacks. I think like he, he's approaching 60, 65 solo tackles. I mean, the guy is all over the field. Uh, and I, as I saw, I was reading earlier about this to, this to get some some insight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's defensive player of the year is now who gets most sacks. So uh, basically, uh, Michael Parsons has been used in a bunch of roles in the defense. Obviously, it's a winning defense, which help him helps him. In the long run, with uh, and I get what Luis said with, with uh, you know the record and and like a, a defensive player not being able to control what an offense does, mm-hmm. but I think it has you know the record does speak to how good the defense is, and I think uh, the Cowboys being as good as they have this year, uh, Micah Parsons having just a very good season, and just giving us like basically a glimpse of what's to come, like Micah Parsons. Rookie season, we're talking about defensive player there. Imagine him in like three, four, five years from now. Like we're, yeah. th- th- This guy is going to put stupid numbers on the board. So I'm I'm, I'm actually going to – it's going to be close. I think it's going to be like maybe, who knows, separated by five or ten boats. But I think it's going to be yeah. Micah Parsons over TJ Watt. Okay. Young Buck
0: yourself, man. We're coming over to you. Do you split the difference and have two TJs and two Micahs or – Are you going to surprise us? There is
2: only one answer.
0: Hmm. When you
2: think of defensive player of the year, it's which player has given the defense the best opportunity to thrive in any situation. With that being the definition, the only answer could be Trevor Lawrence. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? When you look (laughs) at how often he is given the ball... To the defense, it's almost you like won. he's giving them the chance over, to over win the game, over. Uh, like ultimately, like he is so good on defense, he gives the other defense chances, as well as having his defense be on the field more. Than oh this. Wow, man, like that, he's over. good for two different defenses. So,
0: as <laughs> okay. well as giving the other team's defenses.
3: The offensive player of that the year. Let's go.
0: Right, now, Andrew, Lawrence. Andrew, I have to ask you. So are yeah. you saying that he is better than both Josh Allen on defense and offense as a player or just the defense of Josh Allen? Both. Both? both. All, right. <laughs> All right. Hot takes Dang. coming out on this thing right here, okay? Okay. So, uh, I think it's unanimous. I think we thought it was Michael. We thought it was TJ. I was leaning a little bit towards Michael Parsons. I it's like Sunshine, him well. baby. Sunshine is. The points are are warranted. Okay, so you know we'll make I sure. Gotta say, I, I gotta say I'm changing my pick. I think it's Trevor Lawrence. All right, Ricky, Ricky. Trevor Lawrence, bro. Okay, are you going unanimous? I'm I'm just
1: saying this is going to be the first time in NFL history that a quarterback wins defensive player of the year. (laughs) History. (laughs) We're making
0: history right here. I love that answer. All right, Lewis, I'm going to come right back to you. We are going to get into offensive side. So tell Mm. me, you know, as we saw Trevor Lawrence, it could be anybody, I guess. So tell me, who is your offensive player of the year?
1: That's a tough one um, because there's, there's a toss up between um, two for me um, and Cooper cup and Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like what, what Jonathan Taylor has been able to do with that team in regards to nobody coming into the season, thought the coach would even at this one would still be in contention to make the playoffs. Um, and I, I solely, I don't think it's because of Carson Wentz. I can say that much. Um, to To be able to was it like three weeks ago, drop six touchdowns, five of them rushing and one of them receiving. Just it, it goes to show that not only can he get in the middle and get beat up and take the hit, but he can mm-hmm. go on the outside. He can he can receive the ball. Um, I feel like Jonathan Taylor could even argue being the most improved player of the year as well, concerning that he wasn't able to do what he did this year last year. Um, and then Cooper Cup, you know, Cooper Cup, obviously going from Jared Goff to Matt Stafford has tremendously made his whole entire career and life a a, a whole lot better. Are they going to win it all? That we don't know. But just to be able to to elevate your gameplay because you have a better quarterback um, shows a lot. And I think he he was he was really close. I don't know what where he's at right now, but he's really close to breaking Mike Thomas's record for receptions in a season. Um, I last time I checked, like two weeks ago, he only needed like thirty. I think six receptions to break it. Um, I don't know if, if he's gotten there or not or, or how close he is, to be honest with you. Um, but it's going to be between, I think, Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor. Um, and if I had to pick one, I'm leaning more towards Taylor. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like because of him being the running back, he kind of is carrying the offense on his shoulders. Um, whereas Cooper Cup, you know, he has Stafford. Taylor has Taylor. So I feel like I'm, I'm going to lean with Taylor more for this one. I do think it's close. Um, but right now I'm going to go Jonathan Taylor. All
0: right. I like that and respect it. I feel like those are the names that I've been hearing and pretty much what it could be. Um, but again, I was wrong before. We heard Trevor Lawrence earlier. So, <laughs> Ricky, I am coming to you, my guy. Who is your offensive player of the year?
3: I mean, personally, it's going to be uh, the 50-year-old that is still balling because uh, he's going to be the MVP also, so I'm, I'm spoiling already. Um, I'm With actually going to give
0: it. Look at that. I'm,
3: No, but it's personally what Tom Brady's doing right now. Like I said before, he looks faster. He looks stronger. I'm like the dude. um, I love Cooper Cup. He's having a monster season. He's breaking record season. Uh, But, and then I'll be Jordan Taylor because when you have Carson Wentz in the backfield, it's uh, Anyways, but and for me for example, like
0: name another weapon and wide receivers that's at the Colts. Like I don't think anybody is even fantasy relevant over there, or I could yeah. be mistaken, but like to have Jonathan Taylor and then Carson Wentz, I just I I don't know.
3: So like I'm gonna end it real quick for me. It's gonna be Tom Brady. I'm gonna give him to him.
0: And then if yeah. ready, I rank it's gonna
3: be JT and um Cooper Cup in that order. But again, it's Tom Brady for me.
0: Okay, I like that. See, he works at the Bucks, and it's just bleeding into him a little bit. He's, <laughs> he's seeing the vibes. You you feel me, Andrew. All right, you know what? We are going to come over to Tony first, though. Tell me, Tony, your face was disgusted when you heard the name Tom Brady. So tell Ricky why he is wrong and who you have as your Offensive Player of the
4: Year. Well, it's disgusted for two reasons. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I hate Tom Brady with all my heart. Jesus Christ. Honestly, I think this, this category this this specific category is a no brainer. I think this is Jonathan Taylor's and I think that it's, it's it's really not even close. Despite Carson Wentz who absolutely stinks. Uh so I honestly think it's 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 his to lose, honestly.
0: Can't can't argue with it. I mean that's that's who I have, but you know, Andrew is known for his arguments. So please, Andrew, tell me, do you agree? Or is there a different offensive MVP?
2: I think that this will be the first time in NFL history that this happens. Okay. That the same player wins both defensive player of the year and okay. offensive player. Okay. Of
0: the- I'm starting to think uh, you just like this guy.
2: I just Hey, I'm a sucker for blondes. But <laughs> I think no, the real answer is Jonathan Taylor.
0: Okay. Uh Andrew, I'm gonna come to you for a personal question. Okay. Oh. You know, you've you've said this before with Trevor <laughs> Lawrence being able to be both the defensive and offensive MVP. So did you feel this way when you had Jameis Winston as your quarterback? Yes or no?
2: No, because he was my quarterback.
0: Okay, all right. <laughs> Just checking. Just checking. I like we want to be consistent. We want to be consistent. All right, so this is it. We are we are to the end of the awards. So we're going to hand this over to the RN ranked. Ricky, tell me who is your MVP and why.
3: For me personally, like I said earlier, it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady doing this at this step of his um, career, still doing this with the Bucs, um, with injuries throughout the whole season. Defense has been weird. A lot of injuries throughout. Um, so personally, I'm going to go
0: with Tom Brady. The A in ranked. Andrew, who is your MVP? Okay, I want you to picture this, everybody. Okay. Back in the
2: day, there was an old SpongeBob episode that was a training video for new Krusty Krab employees. Oh, At I the loved end that of the episode, episode. There was solo. a long crawl where it was...
4: Uh, <laughs> 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 ELRIGO
2: is Tom Brady it should be the only answer and you know what oh, I'm going to use some of your alls own logic against you let's let's giggity go Tony you going. said that Jonathan Taylor should win offensive player of the year because he went through a couple games without his offensive line you know uh, who's gone through quite a few games without half of his starters on offense Tom Brady uh, who's been the Bucks' number one receiver the past two weeks this guy named Cyril Grayson who is that did you know who that was? No. Did I know who that was? No. You know why? Because he was a track star at LSU who never played college football. But with all the uh, people missing on the Bucks offense, like Mike Evans was on a snap count, Antonio Brown lost his mind, Chris Godwin's <coughs> out for the season, Leonard Fournette, Gio Bernard. like Tom Brady leads in yards, touchdowns, completions. Yes, you can say he has 12 interceptions, but if you look at all of the starting quarterbacks in the league, other than Aaron Rodgers, that's, like, the standard for throwing, Uh, like, he doesn't even lead in interceptions, but, like, 12, like, if you look at all the starting quarterbacks, it's, like, 12, or, like, 10 to 15. They're all within that range. So, You could say, yeah, he has turnovers, but, like, he's a quarterback. He's going to have some turnovers. And I will say Aaron Rodgers is good about not turning the ball over. But I'm going to piggyback off Ricky. Like, I've watched Aaron Rodgers play. And the same stuff that people give Tom Brady crap for, they praise Aaron Rodgers for. And Mm -hmm. I'll never understand. Tom Brady throws five touchdowns against the Bears, and everyone says, oh, it's just the Bears. But Aaron Rodgers throws three touchdowns against the Bears, and it's like, oh, my God, he owns the Bears. Wow, MVP, what a cool guy. Like, did (laughs) you watch the game against Minnesota? He was dueling a backup, and he threw, like, two passes over 20 yards, both of which were just toss-ups that, like, Alan Lazard made an incredible grab for the touchdown. Other than that, he just threw all these little checkdowns, and everyone's like, oh, Aaron Rodgers is amazing. He can make any
4: throw. Dude, he no has dreams. Aaron Jones. What is that voice?
0: What what Ooh. voice
4: is this? <laughs> I I mean I mean wasn't Tom Brady dueling Zach Wilson? Oh, <laughs> who is That's better fine. than Aaron
0: Rodgers? What? You said it. You said it out of your mouth.
2: What? yeah. Apparently Zach Wilson <laughs> is better than Aaron Rodgers according to this group. So,
4: Aaron Rodgers has according to head me. Head. According to other people that are not here.
2: That's fine. No, I'm not saying y'all specifically. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, we have heard Zach Wilson's better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, you don't make who you play, and like you could argue that with the teams that Aaron Rodgers has played. Like he plays the Bears, the Lions, in Minnesota twice a season. Hey,
0: now be careful.
2: Like, I mean, he's I'm been, lucky. Saying, like, I been lucky. Like Rodgers been lucky
3: playing backup quarterbacks.
2: Look, I'm not going to argue that Aaron Rodgers is not a good player because Aaron Rodgers is a really good football player. He's a fantastic quarterback. He is one of the greatest. He will be in the Hall of Fame first ballot, no question. Mm -hmm. But if we're talking about this year specifically, I just don't see how you can give it to anyone other than Tom Brady. He leads in all major categories except the interceptions and QBR. That a quarterback – like, if you take Tom Brady off of the Bucs, especially right now with all the injuries, and throw Blaine Gabbert out there,
0: like, it's game over. (laughs) Bucks are done, you know? So – I'm very excited for this because we are about to get into the two most Tom Brady haters that I've ever met. So, you know what? We'll go with the L to keep it moving. Obviously, we don't have it in the logo because we don't like L's, but you're there. So, please, Lewis, tell me, is your pick Tom Brady as well?
1: No, my pick is not Tom Brady. Now, before I even get into my tangent, Uh-oh. not to say Tom Brady is a bad quarterback. Do I hate Tom Brady? Yes, but I, w- I won't ever deny him being arguably the greatest of all time in regards to the quarterback and yada, yada, yada. What I'm going to do is I'm I'm a little tired of people saying all the injuries in regards to the offensive side for the Bucks. Chris Godwin has played 14 games. Mike Evans has played 15 games. Gronk has played 11 games. Fournette has played 14 games. You guys went one one or two games without all of your wide receivers, and all of a sudden and the, the, the team has been injured all season long, and Tom Brady has been doing tremendous things with the, with the team because of injuries. That, that, that no. You, went, you You guys played against the Jets yesterday, and, yeah, you didn't have the, the majority of your receiving core or, or your offense. You still had Mike Evans, granted, on a snap count, but you still had Mike Evans. You had Antonio Brown, granted, on a snap gap, You still had Antonio Brown. Aaron Rodgers went against arguably what at the time was the greatest team in the NFL, the Arizona Cardinals, without You understand the
2: how you just said at the time? That's, <laughs> yeah. That's all you need to know right there. At the but, time. But,
1: okay, we but what I'm saying At is that, the time. Okay, and at the time, you guys lost to us twice. That's nonetheless. Things are just starting to the oh, point that I'm making no. is, you guys barely beat a Jets care, team.
2: admit the Saints have the ball
1: barely. Ball. Beat, you barely oh. beat a Jets team, and yeah, Tom Brady had the comeback drive, but there shouldn't have been a comeback drive for even to, to happen, but yet it happened. Whereas Aaron Rodgers has been playing very consistent the whole entire season, excluding the first game against the Saints, which again, apparently, the Saints even is everybody's it's kryptonite. Nonetheless, but I feel like if you if you're comparing who. Aaron Rodgers has on the offense compared to who Tom Brady has on the offense. Aaron Jones, I feel like, yes, Tom Brady has better stats. But overall, I feel like Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has been more consistent to me. So I'm giving it to Aaron Rodgers. That's me.
2: Okay, all I'm going to say is that you said the Bucks like, oh, you're only just injury riddled. And, yeah, those guys have all played those amounts of games. But there's only been one game, one game. Where they have all been on the field together.
1: That's fine. You guys, you guys have so many offensive weapons. You guys don't yeah. need four offensive freaking Bro. On okay.
3: The,
2: field. the books of offensive weapons:
1: Devontae Adams, A.J.
2: Dillon, <laughs> Aaron Jones. Like, yeah, I did. Let's you like named Aaron Rodgers is,
1: you is, name is three going out there. The you name three to four, and mind you, even A.J. Dillon, you're going to put A.J. Dillon compared to, example, Leonard Fournette or Gronkowski or Antonio Brown or Chris Godwin or Mike Evans? No, that's, that, that sounds foolish to me. So if anything, I'm going to say it's going to be Devontae Adams and, yeah, A.J. Dillon here and there compared to what the Bucks have. That, that's comparing apples to oranges. You're out of your mind. Well, here we love both apples and oranges, so we are very excited. Uh,
2: Lewis is just mad that the uh, Buccaneers retired Drew Brees last season. Uh, that's the only oh, reason why man. he Andrew was just Brady. mad
1: that the New Orleans Saints apparently injured all of the uh, Bucks offense. Stop! Stop!
0: He's already dead. He yeah. retired the Bucs
3: offense. He actually did
4: all
0: right. While we have while we're on the topic, before I get to you, Tony, because I'm very excited, Lewis on air, is there a bounty gate? No. Okay, all right. He said no. Oh god. No. Five we
2: seconds of contemplation.
1: <laughs> yeah. no. And I'm no, leaving. Was, I'm leaving. I was it. I was, I was <laughs> contemplating if if, if if I wanted to go down this bunny hole or not. I'm gonna say no though. <laughs>
0: this bunny hole i just okay all right we're going we're going to come to somebody who has no problem with arguing trolling in fact it's in the name with the t tony who is the unanimous no question
4: nfl mvp this year you insensitive pieces of garbage i'm going to tell you something right now this man battled covid tone. oh okay. and he's still still put up the numbers that he put up 110
1: points
4: come on and he still did that with a unknown disease that we know nothing about and that this man has been battling all year come on man like, selfish selfish it's selfish it's like why would you give it to anybody else covid talk I mean, say that again, covid total. I mean, only one in one million cases are discovered every year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> nah, but uh, se- seriously, seriously. Uh, honestly, I think Aaron Rodgers has the most well-rounded uh, stats uh, in the game right now to get the MVP with his 110.8 passer rating, I think, does it for me because basically that's, you know, what uh, the, the whole combination of does. Uh, and honestly, as I said, I, I, I've been saying this since like four or five weeks ago, Tom Brady has been stat padding. I'm sorry, there's nobody else that can tell me that Tom Brady has not been stat padding. He has been stat padding, he wants that MVP, and because he's been stat padding, he's, be, he's been throwing bad passes, been throwing interceptions, and he's been struggling against teams that he shouldn't be struggling with. So you it's not the cataracts that could be in his forty-four-year-old eyes, Tony. <laughs> no, no, no. That that guy, is, that guy's a freak. I, a forty-four-year-old guy who still plays the way he does. I again, and I want this. I, I want to make this perfect. Put the camera on me again. I hate Tom Brady with <laughs> all my heart. I hate that man. I hate everything he stands for. I hate his face. I hate his hair. I hate his wife. I hate everybody. I hate every single person that has to do anything with Tom Brady. But that setup of a bitch can play football, and I and I get it. Like that, we're we're good on that. We're we're totally good on that. But he has not had a better season than Aaron Rodgers. And I know the off the field stuff, the COVID thing, the vaccine stuff, whatever. That has nothing to do with what you do on the field. Absolutely nothing to do. Well, I mean, I, love, uh,
0: let me get the microphone. Ask Colin Kaepernick what he thinks about that.
4: <laughs> that, that's that's actually very good, but I'm sorry. Here comes Andrew. Say it, Andrew.
0: It does have something to do
2: with on the field. It does not miss games for having COVID.
4: Absolutely, Absolutely it, not. And when
2: Absolutely. it keeps you off of the field.
3: I mean, yes. the Chiefs beat the Packers. When you're trying to when you're
2: trying to eat dirt cool. instead of play football. Cool,
4: cool. cool. And exactly. he missed. Yeah, and and he and gold missed. Gold. And he missed games, and he still has better numbers. Oh, I mean, apart, of course. That's when. You, that's what you that was that's what happened when you stat pad. I mean, come on. Ooh. Uh so honestly, I think it's Aaron Rodgers to lose. Not okay. really much else to say. Now it looks like we're at a stalemate here. Okay. I'm battling COVID toe. And co- <laughs> drama.
0: Does anybody want to, before we get into the last thing, does anybody want to switch their choice one or the other? Or are we just gonna keep it split between Aaron Rodgers? who is a MAGA Trump supporter, who was not vaccinated and could not play football until he was given an offensive line, two different coaches, and crazy offensive weapons, both wide receivers and running backs? Or do you give it to the family father Before who the level also of Christ. was able to build up his team coming over and giving the opportunity to a lesser team that wanted a championship in Tom Brady, I just I'm I'm just asking the question.
4: Evil, evil Aaron Rodgers
0: all the way. Evil. <laughs> all right, I guys, I can't tell you. Oh, Lewis is going to change his name. Here we go. He's changing his answer. Go for it, Lou.
1: I'm definitely not changing my answer. Oh, okay. if I Will ever say Tom Brady. I misread and that. I'm a- what I'm gonna say though is I'm very irritated that <laughs> even Jonathan Taylor's name is being mentioned. And the reason why I'm irritated is because he's not doing anything that Derrick Henry hasn't already done. And Derrick Henry has never – nobody's ever wanted to give it to Derrick Henry. Mm -hmm. Derrick Henry literally ran 2,000 yards in a season. And Taylor's at 1,500 right now with one less game, mind you. And people already know what he was going to do. You can load the box up, and he was still able to put up those high numbers. And the fact that you never wanted to give it to Derrick Henry, but you're contemplating giving it to Jonathan Taylor, to me, that that or even, even Christian McCaffrey, granted, he played on an absolutely terrible team that never had a good record, so I kind of could see why not McCaffrey. But McCaffrey and Derrick Henry have been able to do far more than what Taylor has done this season. But you're going to argue Taylor over those two? Blows my mind, personally. Yeah, media hates yep, the market. There's, There's some the big names.
0: I think that's why they have an offensive player of the year for people like that to get their comeuppets, but
4: not that. So, Tony, please tell me. Yeah, uh, I have to say, I think you guys, one of you guys put it on the group chat. Uh, how the hell do you even put Pat Mahomes in consideration for this? <laughs> Who who did Your that, Tony? Nick, who did, who, Nick, who did Nick that? White, Nick
3: White, <laughs> uh, an analyst from Fox. He's a homer,
4: dude. What, how the hell do you even put like? How is it that we have, have a podcast on YouTube
0: and we have more intelligence when it comes to the NFL than what Fox News podcast? <laughs> we have episode <laughs> one. I hope you enjoyed it. Obviously, everybody knows Trevor Lawrence is the number one player in all of oh, football shit. history, college. <laughs> And
4: NFL,